Hi everybody, welcome to another segment of Battlefield, aka Life. I'm your host, Jessica Trout. Trigger warning. Let's just get right to it. Um, what am I about to talk today is actually a little hard, harder than I thought. Um, I got a message from one of my friends asking me to help her with um, an assignment about bullying and how we can prevent it. And I'm sorry, my son is following me everywhere today, so just letting you know you will hear him constantly. So let's start out with the uh, Pacers National Bowling Prevention Center. Uh, the bowling st- uh, statistics, sorry, I can't talk apparently. More than one out of every five, which is 20.8% students report being bullied. Okay, that was the statistics back in 2016. It could have changed. Um, so not only are we just talking about students, we're talking about also adults as well. Um, because guys, even though we grow up and we say, get over yourself, grow up, blah, 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 all that fucking shit that we probably shouldn't say. Um, we don't, we don't realize, or you don't realize that it hurts people. It really does. It really changes them in, in a way that shouldn't be, um, you know, that shouldn't be there. Um, yeah, it does say here from 2016 that a slightly higher portion of the female than of male students report being bullied at school. There is a higher percentage of male than of female students report being physically, physically bullied because as men, as you are, tend to fight things out physically. And then all of a sudden you guys are like friends five minutes later. Okay, girls, we do more verbal, emotional setback because... Let's face it, we're not fighters, I guess, per se. Um, but also, we feel like if we say things, <laughs> we we just sound better that way, apparently. Um, you know something? This is what I believe in. I believe, now that I am a parent, and of course, I am a former person who has been bullied through her life, um, and also has been the outsider of looking in. I can't tell you how many times I've ran to an adult, and it seems like they rather cheer for the other side than actually fix and be, you know. it's It seems like, especially in school, teachers who are there to do their job, not only to teach but to make kids feel safe, they are either bullying the student that isn't doing very well or... They are, or they're, they just don't want to get into it because they don't just don't care to deal for with it. I mean, have you ever seen a principal get so mad because you just know they just don't want to deal with it? Yeah. So that's what I've been through. Um, let's go with eleven facts before we go to how we can treat bowling because that's kind of like going to be more at the end. Um. Let's see. There has been reports in one in five students about ages 12 through 18 have been bullying, bullied during the school year. Um, about 160,000 teens have skipped school because of it. Students who reported that they were frequently bullied scored lower in reading, mathematics, and science than their peers who reported that they were never or rarely bullied. Um, the most commonly reported type of bullying is verbal harassment, which is 
79%, followed by social harassment, which is 50%, and fiscal bullying, 29%, and cyberbullying being 25%, which I'm pretty sure that's climbed up the scale since then, considering ever since um, Facebook came into fucking play. You're welcome. Um, labeling an innocent as bullying can be important because it influences whether students tell an adult or as well as how adults respond to the report and or how adults respond to the, with another adult. More than half of bullying situations, like 57%, stop when a peer intervenes on behalf of a student, which the reason peers don't do it rare which is really rare now these days um because they are afraid to get made fun of or they are afraid they will become to be made fun of because they stood up for someone which i have done that for somebody and still gotten bullied for it, but at, but the thing is i rather stand for it for five minutes than see someone else get hurt so just saying um Sixth grade students experience the most of bullying. And I'm going to tell you this. It is true because being in sixth grade, I was bullied. I wouldn't say, like, to my face a lot, but I could hear it among whispers. I would hear it from another peer member. I technically lost my childhood best friend because she rather um, not be seen with me. Be- she rather not be seen with me. Or she didn't want to be seen with me. The thing is, what started it all was I asked her why are you hanging out with the girls who are go behind your back and not me i've been your best friend since we were born um she told me well you wear those shoes blah 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 it was a mess and i lost my best friend for like years over this the pettiest shit okay because the girls influenced her to be one of them and they were bullies they bullied everybody until they heard my singing voice, and they all were all about it. And then when I wouldn't sing for a while, of course, they were all like, nah, 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 nah. So it was just petty stuff. 7% of school staff have seen bullying. 62% witnessed it two or more times in the last in the last month. And 40% witnessed bullying once a week or more. Students are less likely to report it as they get older. Because we feel as we get older, and we are told as we get older, that we need to start dealing with it, especially by our own parents, which I think is so fucking stupid. Because as a parent, you need instead of saying, grow the fuck up, you need to say, I will help you deal with this. Which, a parent who says, grow the fuck up, deal with it, um, isn't exactly the best parenting, in my opinion. You're welcome. Um... Only 39% of high schoolers notified in adult bullying. Okay. 42% of students who reported being bullied at school indicate that bullying was related to at least one of the following characteristics. Physical appearance, 30%. Race, 10%. Gender, 8%. Disability, 7%. Ethnicity, 7%. Religion, 5%. And sexual orientation, 4%. 11. Over half students... Ages 12 to 18 who report being bullied believe their bullies had the ability to influence what other students saw to them, which is true. So, um, I'm going to tell you a little story. Hopefully, it'll be quick. Um, during the time elementary school 
up to fifth grade was great because everybody were friends. Because in elementary school, you are um, oblivious to what bullying is, and especially when you don't even have your hormones yet and you're becoming a teenager. So I, I got to tell you that elementary school was probably the best years of my life, and I really do miss it from time to time. But honestly, like I, you, you can't really change it. You can't change it. When I got to about sixth grade, before I moved to Wymore, uh, which is Beatrice area, if none of you know. And if none of you know what Beatrice area is, well, you really shouldn't, so don't go there. Um, I started getting bullied. It was more verbally than emotional. Um, you know, s- things were thrown at my face and um, emotionally as well as verbally. And that's when I dated my junior high sweetheart, who I am now married to, Um and people just kind of left me alone at the time. But people make fun of me about hanging out with my best friend, Tyler, who has always been a friend of mine since kindergarten. And he's been like a little brother to me. So, and the fact that we were outcasts, I mean, that that gave them, you know, room to pick on us. I, I, I'm not going to say it wasn't that bad. It was just more like... It got to the point where it all started to come to the surface of what bullying was really about. And then I moved to freaking Waymore, Nebraska. Why that town exists, I will never know. Excuse me, let me take a drink of my coffee. Gulp. Okay. Um, that town was manifested, at least at the time when I went there, of troubled freaking kids, parents who didn't give a two shits about what they did so when they did it they got in trouble so much that a lot of them dropped out some of them are probably in jail for all i know uh a lot of the baby mamas got pregnant during their high school when i before i mean after i left there but um it was not a pretty picture i pretty much went to a town that accepted misfits and i thought i would fit in but when I first got there, I didn't cause any trouble. Like, I literally was introverted because I was scared to get to know people. I was shy. The first day I, I'm there, I get threatened that someone's going to kill me. I was I kept it to myself because I thought at the time that was it because I'm the new girl and everybody wants to pick on me. I tried to put that on my mindset as much as possible. There was a lot of people who did greet me, and actually, it was the popular crowd that greeted me first, because, again, popular crowd are going to be curious, but they also want to see if you're their kind of material. Surprise, surprise! Not really. Spoiler alert. Um, but the thing is, when they realized I was kind of a weirdo, and I started talking to the people who I felt were could relate to me they started drifting away and the fact that I even I was trying so hard to be nice it was like almost an effort that made me waste my breath and I felt like I just you know I I felt like I just wanted to give up now I got bullied by this girl group a lot and they would say things to each other to make each other believe that I said it so they can get mad at me um they tried to give reasons to be mad at me and I wouldn't I'd just be sitting there like okay whatever 
you know, and then I got to the point where I got sick of it. So yes, I would go to an authority figure, but here's the deal. When I did that at least a couple of times, I got threatened more and it did nothing. Like you can talk to these people, you can talk to these bullies and they still just sit there and threaten you because they feel they are obligated that, you know, they feel obligated just since they're alive that they can do whatever. Um, you know, I, even though these girls bullied me, but thing is, my mom told me kindness kills, um, so I started being really nice, like overly nice to the point where I think it scared them at one point because they would avoid me for the day, which was great. Another sip of coffee. Gulp. Um, here's the funny thing. I didn't realize that they have been through a lot in their lives, and that's why they became the way they did, because they wanted to protect themselves. I had no idea that this was something that occurred. Here's the funny thing. When I became friends with them, it it seemed like they began to just kind of cool off. They didn't really bother people a lot. They, They weren't, like, saying hurtful things. They seemed to find... That I was being a peacemaker. They always considered my opinion. Now when of course the popular clique found out. And um, you know people who were immensely uh, very. They were bully bulliers. You know they bullied people. Even though they didn't seem that way. Because uh, teachers love the popular clique. Um, which is unfair. It always will be. Because they favorize the families that have money, especially, or who, you know, the kids who play sports and they think they're going to be so successful. Spoiler, spoiler alert. That's also wrong, but we'll get to that. Um, I was wanting to try out for a cheerleading team, and I knew who the captain was, and she was a little intimidating to me, but the thing is, I was nice to her because. I was like, oh, you know, she probably just is, you know, stressed and, you know, being the captain. The thing is, I did nothing to this bitch. And she had the guts and snooted her nose up in glory to tell me. The reason you did not get on the cheer team is because I just don't like you. For someone to come up to you and say, the reason of this, because you're this... Is because I don't like you is is a bully who can't find a reason. So they take out whatever frustrate them on someone who did nothing. She called me names. She was on the volleyball team. Um, thing is, I got really good at volleyball in Wymore. I was like the star on my my junior team because. I always went for the ball. No matter how hard it was coming at me, I smacked that ball in the air. I bumped that ball back over the net. I had strong ability in that sport alone. Um, I always was the one to yell, mine, I got it. You know, there was some of the girls who were older than me and who seemed to well known around the school were nice to me but the girls who were my age were not that nice to me when they found out I was in that group uh, they bullied me even more they would 
you know, just be like, oh my gosh, blah, 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 you're this and that, um, you know, they're going to drag you to the ground, blah, 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 um, I mean, you know what, I'm not going to lie, I became a bully because I was sick of being bullied, and that's not a good situation, you guys. I became something that I hated most because I was trying to protect myself. And I was told by these girls that there comes a time where if nobody else is going to help you, like the adults who are supposed to be there for us, we got to take it into our own hands. And that's what I did. Um, do I regret it? No. But I felt bad afterwards because I should have never, ever brought myself down to their level. I mean... These girls would throw hard coins in the back of my head. I had spitballs in my hair after class one day, and I didn't even know somebody was spitting spitballs in my hair. I had no idea until I felt my hair. I would get cornered in the locker room and be and get called a slut, whore, cunt. You know, all those stupid junior high words that you get called um, for no reason, apparently. Yes, I dated some guys, but here's the deal. They would leave me for another person. So it looked like I was dating a lot of people, but it that wasn't the case. So they would call me names. So my guys breaking up with me, my exes breaking up with me, made it look like, made it worse for me, should I say. It, they made it worse for me because they made me look like a slut. And I would get called that. And I get called a cunt, whore, and pissed me off so bad. And yes, the tone of my voice is is something that irritates me because it, what people don't realize is that what they do to you makes you look something that you are not. And then they become something that they shouldn't be towards you. I had a lot of exes that bullied me after we'd break up because they were pissed off or they just wanted to look cool. I don't fucking know. I never asked them. I didn't really care to ask. I just know they made me look bad. And it pisses me off that they did that. But whatever. Um, you know, besides the fact that I was being, I started getting abused by someone, I mean, just sticking to being bullied, I was bullied. I am bisexual. I like men, men and women. Thing is, I'm married to a man, but I like my dose of woman here every now and then. So I will politely ask my husband if, if I may, a woman that I know, you know, um, do whatever. Meaning, like, not open relationship-wise. No, I'm not saying that. Like, with the same sex, like, can I at least, you know, maybe make out at a movie or something, whatever. I'll... Well, of course, being a man, he's like, fuck yeah, that's hot. Okay. Now, at the time, I was actually madly in love with a woman. Her name was Chantel. A very beautiful name. Could not get over it. I could not get over her. Um, you know, I just, she caught my attention. Yes, I did notice she was looking at me a lot, but here's the deal. When I first saw her, I was, the ballpark was, I was, I was so far out of the ballpark for her. 
okay? And I don't know why. Even though I didn't really know her, just looking at her made my heart beat. 50,000 miles a minute. Actually, it felt like per second at the time. I thought she was a beautiful woman. I thought she... And the thing is, I did kind of like girls starting in sixth grade, but I never told anybody that. Um, of course... Everybody thought it was a confusing time in my life. Um, if it was confusing, would I be sitting here right now telling you I like women as well? Uh, no, I'd be totally over the fact. But, oh, Chantel, there was something about that woman that made me crave her. And so I began to know her. But the thing is, it took me to actually sit by her one point. And she had cards in her hand. I didn't realize she was a sarcastic person because a lot of things she said that I kind of felt like I took to heart. And she'd be like, I'm kidding, jeez. That was her thing. She'd be like, kidding, Jesus. You know? And she made me laugh so freaking hard. Like, that was her thing, man. It was her job to make people smile. And she did the job for me. Like, I was like, this woman, I am so attracted to this woman. Her personality, I love her sarcastic banters. I love her bantering, um, that matter. It was like I was full of life from her. Like, she gave me a fresh breath of air from everything that was happening. But I don't want to make it a too long a story. I might make it jealous. <laughs> but, um... When Chantel and I started seeing each other, we told everybody we wanted to keep it on the DL because I knew my mom, especially the guy she was dating at the time, I felt it wouldn't go down well. And let me tell you something. At the end, it didn't go down well. But let's back up a little bit. We were bullied. But the thing is, at the time when I was with a little bit into the group of those girls, they supported me. So, I mean, but I was bullied we were we knew we were being bullied behind people, but thing is, at the time when I was with her and she was with me, we just did not care. We did not care. Um, her brother, her family knew about her sexuality way before I even came along. Um, she was a, a fucking damn good softball player. I tell you what, God, a woman in freaking helmet and uniform. I don't know what it gets me about that. But gulp, sorry, took a drink of my coffee. Um, but we knew we got bullied. It wasn't fair, no. Because we wanted to express ourselves, but I felt like, I don't know if she felt like this, but I felt like we had to hide it because we were trying to protect ourselves. And the thing is, that's exactly what happened. But the thing is, when that happened, it all fell apart. We, Our relationship started falling apart. And then when it got to the point of, me being self selfish i got selfish because i got scared and i never told her this i've never told her this and i and i want to so bad now that i talk about this um and we're not even friends on facebook we used to be like on and off and i don't know why we're not anymore but um So that bullying got to the point where it got me to feel scared and selfish. So when I started telling anybody that we weren't dating, because it started 
it started rising to the surface, so I got scared because the bullying, people who bullied me and her, it got it got me scared. I became a chicken. And so I was like, oh my God, since it's starting to get so big from something we thought we could contain, or I thought I could contain, I was like, I was losing control. So the only way I thought I could be in control again is if I started lying. And I was like, no, don't believe them. You know, we're not dating, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, at one point I did say some things that would hurt her um, today that I don't even think she knows about. But if she does, um, I do owe her a big apology. Like, down straight, I take full responsibility. Um, so when that happened, one day I got home. This was one day. I don't remember what day it was. I can't remember if it was the same day, but I was upstairs and my mom told me to come downstairs and her boyfriend was down there too. And there was Chantel and her mom standing at the garage door and we were in the garage. I had both people standing and yeah, you can kind of tell by the way I'm talking how I started feeling it. I started feeling dread and because I was so scared to tell my own mother how I was, um, that she didn't had no idea. It's because I was afraid she disowned me. I was afraid I would not be loved how Chantel's uh, family loved her the way she was. I was scared. I got scared. I chickened out. And I broke this woman's heart because of bullying, people bullying me, people bullying us, broke this woman's heart by saying straight to her face to her mother in front of my mom, saying, no, we are not dating. She is lying. And I've never cried so hard that night. I cried. I cannot believe I let people who bullied and said blah, 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 this get to me. I should have just stood my ground and said, yes, we're dating. I love her. Is this a problem? But I let it get to me. So just know that bowling ruined my love of a woman for the first time in my life. It ruins relationships, you guys. And until this day, I, I think about her. I do. I mean, I love my husband. I've always loved my husband since he was my first guy love. But your first girl love, especially the things you were through together... And the thing is, the bullying kept going that we started bullying each other once we broke up. We started bullying each other because it got that bad. The last straw was when we both slapped each other in the face. She slapped me first and then I slapped her. The thing is, the teacher didn't see her slap me. The teacher saw me slap her. So we both got in-school suspension. I mean, it... it, it Bullying makes people like us animals because we we get sick of it or we just want to prove a point that we're sick of it. In order to be considered bullying, the behavior must be aggressive and include an imbalance of power. Kids who bully use their power of physical strength. It acts access to embarrassing information or popularity to control or harm others power imbalances can change over time in different situations even if they involve the same people excuse me repetition bullying behaviors that happen more than once or have the potential to happen more than once
It includes actions such as making threats, spreading rumors, attacking someone physically or verbally, and excluding someone from a group on purpose. Um, 3B is a bullying. Bullier. 1. The three, 30% of youth admit to bullying. And then the 2. Bullied. 1 in 3 students bullied at school. Number... Hey, hey, hey. Excuse me, please. Excuse you. Excuse you. Thank you. Number 3. Bystander. 70% have witnessed bullying, but they do nothing about it. Because they are scared. The risk factors. Let's talk about risk factors. These risk factors have become... True, because it, being bullied has changed me. Um, the risk factors are perceived as different from their peers, such as being overweight or underweight, wearing glasses or different clothing, being new to a school, or being unable to afford what kids consider cool. Are perceived as weak or unable to defend themselves, as depressed, anxious, or have low self-esteem. Are less popular than others and have fellow friends. And have few friends, I mean, sorry. Dyslexia, apparently. Um, do not get along well with others, seen as annoying or provoking, or antagonize others for attention. If they have these risk factors, then they will be bullied. Um, guys, when I moved back to York, I was happy as pie, because Wymore really put me through a fucking... Um, it put me through a lot. The thing is, it also taught me how to stand my ground. Um, it also taught me how to stand up for myself. If it wasn't for those girls in my life, I don't think I would. I think I would have let everybody push me around. And eventually, probably would have committed suicide. I don't know. I'm just giving you a statistic of what might have happened. thing is, I was in the hospital. I don't even know how many times for cutting myself. That's the thing. Because that's how low I felt. But, um... I, I still got bullied a little bit here and there, but here's the thing. My sister, my younger sister, was the pop, one of the popular people. So she was able to become my wall and say, you know, you're not going to bully my sister. Yes, she's different, but I love her, and you're not going to do anything. So, yes, I got bullied a little bit here and there, but here's the deal. I would consider what happened here at York High better than what ever happened to me in fucking Wymore, Nebraska. The, thing, the little bullying I took in York was not as bad as the major hits I took in Wymore. Especially, or should I say, pretty much before I became abused by someone. It does change a person. I stand by the no bullying policy. As an adult, I will not be bullied. Yes, adults get bullied, believe it or not. And it needs to even stop as an adult. Don't tell us to grow up because you're going to make our feelings worse. Don't tell us to handle it on our own because if we need support, we need support. You know what? I don't even go to my own mother for support if I feel like people are downing on me. I take it, I don't really take it to heart much anymore like I used to because as a person who has known other women in a group, not only as pure romance consultants that I am now, but also as good friends, especially since my cousin Brittany is in that group. And we all, I realize that there's girls out there just like me, or we all are alike. I realize I'm not alone in this situation. So rejection and getting, you know, projected, I am, 
I had become a lot stronger. So now if somebody were to point and laugh at me, I'd say, all right, and walk away. Because it doesn't bug me. The thing is, when now that I'm a mother, I'm going to teach my child to stand his ground. Now, if I give teachers and principals or other adult authorities a chance to help him and they don't, I stand by being a mom to do something. I will go up to them and say, how dare you, blah, 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 help, not help my child. You better help my child. Or I'm going to go to that kid's parents. and It ain't going to be pretty. I stand by fighting for people and kids who get bullied. I stand by those kids because I went through it. I'm not going to let them go through it. Yes, will bullying always be around? Yes. There's never going to be a day where it's going to stop. No matter how many peace rallies you go to, no, no matter how many freaking celebrities stand up and say blah, blah, blah this, even though they are no better. Hell, even me sitting here, no matter how many times I say let's, let's stand together and stop it, it ain't going to stop. Here's the deal. We can treat it. We can give it treatment. Like, let's say you have psoriasis, and it's kind of like psoriasis. It can't be gone forever, but you can treat it with a pill for the rest of your life. Let's treat it to prevent it. Even though it will always be around, we can't stop it, but we can prevent it. We can treat it. We can treat it like a freaking psoriasis skin condition. Okay? So, um, prevention, let's look at a list here. First of all, it's always nice to connect with your child and understand what's going on. Apparently, I can't type list. Sometimes it's helped to actually have a be on Google and be like, okay, let me look at the Harvard University, blah, blah, blah. Okay, here's Harvard and uh, University of bullying resource list. Okay, and they're giving me websites, blah, blah. Um, or not. Oh, 10 steps to stop or at least prevent it. Thank you. The NEA. Dot org. Ten steps to stop. Number one. Obviously, pay attention. There are many warning signs that maybe point to a bullying problem, such as unexplained injuries, loss, or destroyed personal items. Changes in eating habits and avoidance of school or other situations. Um, of course, obviously, even mo- mostly teenagers, obviously, preteen teenagers, will go all lengths to, you know, hide it. Because they're scared that people will say, grow up, you're being a big baby. As if I would, I'm not going to lie, I was told that. So, two, don't ignore it. Never assume that situation is harmless teasing. Never. Um, it is devastating and humiliating. It can actually change your child or grown up as a person. And make them feel like they are a piece of trash. Let's just put it bluntly. When you see something, do something. Yes, you get scared or kids get scared. I get that. But please, 
please encourage your children to help when help is needed because that will not only make them grow up to be a better person, but it will help them understand why, how it hits the person that's getting the treatment. It can make them feel like they are not alone. Remain calm. Even though us parents, we we get so overprotective and we love our children so much, we just want to lash out and become mama and papa bear. The thing is, we need to stay calm when, especially if a, even teach your child to stay calm because if you or them intervene, refuse to argue with the student or whatever, model the respectful behavior you expect from other students. Did I practice that as a preteen when I was in junior high? No, because in junior high, you're hormonal. You're becoming something that puberty is making you to become as a monster at that moment in your life. But here's the deal. I, I will admit, in a few situations, I was calm. Let me tell you something. It was scary because a woman was, I mean, a girl was right up in my face and she was cornering me. But thing is, I stayed calm. I wasn't scared. I stayed calm. And the thing is, I was waiting for her to hit me, but she didn't. She walked away. Explain them what bystanders go on to their expected destination. Um, the students involved should be taken separately to a safe place. Always make sure there's a safe place, you guys. Deal with students individually. If you deal with them both, it could become very talking over each other. And then you're like, oh my gosh, just shut the fuck up. Um, talk to them individually. Get, you know, um, sort out the facts. While everyone is present, don't allow students involved to talk to one another. And don't ask the bystanders to tell what they saw in front of others. Instead, talk with individuals involved, including bystanders, on one-on-one. Don't make the students involved apologize and or shake hands on the spot. Because then they feel, even though they still feel what they feel towards each other, they don't want to do it just because you're standing there. Don't make them do what they don't want to do. Let them cool down. Label the behavior as bullying, explaining you take this type of behavior very seriously and that you plan to get to the bottom of it before you determine what should be done next. Um, hold by standards accountable. Uh, provide bullies an audience and often actually encourage bullying. Oh, the by standards uh, um, provide bullies. Explain that this type of behavior is wrong. Like some, you know how on TV you see a lot of shows where a lot of them will fight. Um, you know, they'll be like, bystanders will circle the people who are fighting. They'll go, fight, 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 fight. Yeah, they don't want bystanders doing that. So please, please don't let them do that. So hold them accountable if they are the ones who are, you know, still wanting to trigger that behavior. Listen and don't prejudge. It's very possible that the person you suspect to be the bully may actually be a bullied student retaliating or bullies cry for help. It may also be the result of an undiagnosed medical or emotional psychological issue. Don't make assumptions. Listen to each child be open-minded. Get appropriate professional help. I do not care if you do not like counselors or therapy as, as do I. But the thing is, if I know I really need the help because for some reason... If professionalism needs to come into the scenario, please get help because I will do also as well if it is mandatory. Become trained to handle bullying situations. Like, um, important proper ways to address it and, of course, learn about why. 
um, visit this uh, www.nea.org slash bully free. So just know that even though, yes, it kind of changed me as a person, but here's the deal. I went by healing and being able to learn to let go because I've also learned that people are not going to apologize. I'm never going to get those apologies because they, some people feel they don't owe it to me. Like example, even though this is completely different, but it is a harsh one. Abuse is pretty much bullying, but to a great extent, I will never get an apology from this person who did things to me that were unspeakable. I will never get an apology for kids who were throwing coins at the back of my head. I will never get an apology for people who would spit spitballs in my hair. Never will get an apology from the girl who was your captain who would just tell me she just didn't like me because and she would never give me a reason. So yes, don't ever expect an apology. All you can really do is try to move on. Maybe fix a situation and you guys can go your separate ways. I don't care. Parents, children need to learn wise hows to make sure that we treat this, you know, fact of being bullied is wrong. Now, cyberbullying, this is where I urge especially parents to look who their children are talking to, pay attention to their behaviors, notice if they're having any de- depression, anxiety, or how they just act towards when they get on Facebook, whatever, okay? The thing is, I my son isn't at that age yet. It's going to be a while till he is. But I will make sure that if he is doing something he's not supposed to, or if somebody's bullying, bullying him, is to come to me and not be afraid of that person because that person's parents it will get a talking to from me. Okay. If the teachers don't do anything about it, like a teacher, some teachers have done to me in my situation. Well, then they don't. They are going to get a good talking to from the parents. I believe that if they don't want to do anything about it, then I'm going to... I can go to the school board. I don't care. I can go to the higher-ups of high. Just know that you have so many options. You have all these options. Especially the internet, Google, the actual websites that told me this stuff that I have referenced you to. I hope you've been paying attention. Especially the nea.org slash bully free. I've given you references. Please go and read. I know not a lot of people like to read. Boo hoo, I don't care. We need to prevent it. We need to learn to treat it because it does get out of hand. Especially how our society is today taking everything so offensively. Even the okay sign can't be, uh, you know, shown anymore because it's white supremacy when that. The okay sign has never been white supremacists. So, as you can see, this this is so long overdue. It has been long overdue. And having little treatments or little prevented has not done shit. So, let's try and let's band together to try to prevent it more. Treat it more. Because as far as I'm concerned, I will not let my child go through that. Because I went through it. And I am not going to let it happen again. 
But as far as I'm concerned, I've learned to be a person of to let things go a lot better, take rejection better, also be able to try to fix my future by trying to forgive myself and those people that they, of course, they have no idea that I forgave them, you know, in the past so I can move forward. But other than that, today let's band together to treat it prevent our children from becoming closed off because they feel like they have nowhere else to turn or let's not make our children become the bullies okay because i will not let my son bully anybody either that's a big no-no i hope you found this segment to be helpful yes it was about 45 minutes it was a lot longer than i expected but guys this is serious okay it is it really is serious we need to become more than what other people are pointing fingers at you know claiming us to be have a good day